Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about why your marriage needs the phrase, my beautiful wife. It's important for both of you. And I want you to think about this quote that says, it's actually from Anonymous. You know, I I love Anonymous, always full of insights. But the quote says, nothing makes a woman more beautiful than the belief that she is beautiful. Has absolutely nothing to do with what's on the outside and everything to do with the mindset. And we're going to be talking a lot about that in today's show. But as we do on each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show, we start with a hug. And for those of you that are brand new listeners, the hug is an opportunity for you to hear from other folks who have been impacted by the resources here at One Extraordinary Marriage. Folks who have had their marriages transformed when they took intentional action and decided that tomorrow was going to be better than today. And this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriage's free download, One Question. One question that can save your marriage. You want to pick that up at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash one question. And I just want to share this with you because you may not know that one question can change the entire dynamic of your marriage. One question when asked in an environment of love, one question where the answer is listened to and acted upon can transform the way that the two of you relate to one another. And I bet right now you're all going, okay, Lisa, tell me what that one question is. I want to know. Well, of course you do. So we want you to go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash one question to find out what it is. But here's the deal. Don't just stop at finding out what that one question is. Take action on it. You're going to be glad. Both of you are going to be glad that you did. So here's this hug. It came in from a wife and she said, thank you for all that you do for so many people. This is a two-part email. First, we did it. And and for those of you that don't know, folks will write in or call in when they've done their own, we did it, or own seven days of sex challenge, or some folks have even gone on longer to do 30 days and 60 days and beyond. So kudos to this couple for getting intentional about their sexual intimacy. She goes on to say, it has been a few months but we completed the seven days of sex challenge and it has helped. Mm. We have started having monthly date nights where we go out of the house and get a babysitter for our two-year-old. Woo-woo! Yep. Love dates, love getting out of the house, and love getting a babysitter for your kid. Way to go, you guys. She goes on to say, scheduling sex has had helped so much with both of us feeling more at ease and being able to open up. I share your words of wisdom to many other couples because it has helped us so much. And she goes on to say, and also, and I know you did an episode on this, make sure to spoil your partner as much as you are spoiling everyone else. I just went through a huge period where I was baking for a few other people in my life due to a birthday, a death, and a huge surgery. I realized I hadn't made anything for my husband about halfway through making cream puffs for the third time in about two weeks. I made sure to offer him, offer one for him and then picked up a pizza from his favorite place that is about an hour away just to surprise him. 
The other pearls of wisdom you have given us that have helped so much are one, always say thank you and be thankful. Mm-hmm. Two, always ask. Neither one of you have ESP. True. Three, figure out why you're feeling mad, annoyed, frustrated, and then communicate that to your spouse. Like if I'm tired at work, I'll come home. I come home and start making dinner while my husband is sitting in the living room or on his phone. I need to figure out what I can ask him to, to do to help instead of just getting mad. I like that. Amen one. to that. Four, be open to new things and try things once. Just number, once. Number five, and I actually I got this email and then I shared it with a coaching client like immediately after. It was just great timing. Uh, the fifth insight that she's had from listening to the show is to avoid the knee jerk no. And she said it in closing. There are more, but these are the ones that I think of almost daily, not only with my husband, but also at work and with friends. The only difference is the priority those people have in my life. I love it. Wow. Like, you know, the One Extraordinary Marriage Show summed up in probably five points right there. And we just thank you for taking the time to write in and share how the show has impacted your life. Because I know those five points that this wife shared with everyone are going to be points that somebody's going to hear for the first time, or maybe some of you for the 50th time. And you're like, you know what? I needed to hear that. Maybe just taking the knee jerk no out of your marriage. I know for the couple that I was sharing it with when I just received this email, all of that was that was the wife's big aha in the in our coaching call because she's like, I've been doing that knee jerk no, mm. and so you know this is how this is how each one of you impacts other people. So as Tony said at the beginning of the show, we're going to be talking about the phrase "my beautiful wife," and this came about one because for those of you that have listened to the show for you know at least since the beginning of today. So, you know, you're three minutes in. You heard Tony say it in the intro. For those of you that have been listening for a long time, you know that Tony's been saying this for quite a while. But this all came about because this past week we ran a contest for the sex stack game. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that, that want to check that out, just go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash sex stack. But through this contest, a lot of you responded to a question that we had asked. And that was, what is the one thing that we could do to help your marriage? Right. Right. And, and the answers were all over the place. But one answer, uh, all over the place, meaning covering a wide gamut of topics. Right. And, from, from trust to communication to sex. I mean, uh, many of the things that we talk here on the One Extraordinary Mayor Show. Absolutely. And this one answer came up a number of times. And it was actually like so many things when we start to bring something to a show was something we'd seen in a few emails. And so I want to share it with you because it was really the launching off point for the show. And the question was, how do I help my wife realize that it's not a sin to acknowledge her own beauty and sensuality without feeling dirty, like the church has perpetuated over time? God created women to be beautiful, and they need to realize it's okay to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. And you know, so many men have this challenge in their marriages that their wives don't see themselves as beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so many women actually struggle with themselves seeing themselves as beautiful. And this happens both inside the bedroom, you know, and feeling, you know, beautiful and sexy and attractive and outside the bedroom, how you're presenting yourself to the world. How do you feel when you, when you, you know, hop out of the car or when you walk out your front door and, you know, how am I seeing? And, you know, these men are struggling with the fact that, that they see their wives as these amazing, incredible gifts from God. Right. Gifts that in, in all honesty, and, and I've shared this um, with some of my coaching clients, I'm like, whatever you're wearing, your husband kind of looks like like it's wrapping paper. Right. Like, let me unwrap the present, God, because here we go. Right. Like, that's mine. 
And it doesn't like it doesn't matter if it's the, you know, roll out of bed pajama wrapping paper or the we've just gone out on a date night wrapping paper. It's all your clothes are just wrapping paper, ladies. Like, let me just be honest with you. Or coming home from church and looking sexy like you did today. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and and then there's this roadblock, right? Because that's how men are looking at their wives, right? And the roadblock is that the women aren't feeling the same way about themselves. And I'd like for you to, at this point, just share with the listener your your area, you know, your struggle with this at times okay. and how, and we'll, and we'll dive into this even more throughout the show, but I want to just be upfront here from the get go that this isn't something that, you know, we can walk through life here at the DiLorenzo household and it's like, oh, Elisa has always felt beautiful. There, there are times okay, even- I'm laughing right now because that is so far from the truth uh, in terms of my own perception of myself that I have not always felt beautiful. Um, I know a lot of people see the pictures on our website. A lot of people, you know, have met me out at different speaking events when we've, you know, done conferences and whatnot around the country. And, and I mean, I even got it, you know, today we're out and somebody's like, oh my gosh, a girlfriend of mine, she's like, you just look hot today. And I'm like, thank you. I, you can greet me like that anytime. But for many years, going all the way back to college. And so for those of you that don't know, I did celebrate my 42nd birthday, um, just a couple months ago. So that going back to college Mm -hmm. is a significant chunk of time. Right. Right. Going back to college, I have dealt with body image issues, right? Have not felt attractive. You know, Um, I inherited dark circles under my eyes that get exasperated when I are exaggerated when I have not been sleeping well. So I get, you know, like the dark circles. Um, I, my weight, has fluctuated. And what a lot of people see when they see me, they see me as thin, but what they don't know is that there have been times when, when I have been like excessively thin, not due to my own efforts, but due to, you know, medical conditions. There have been times when, when my weight has just yo-yoed. And I know a lot of women out there listening to this are like, hands in the air, that's me. Right. And times when I get in front of the mirror and I'm like, who is that? Right. I mean, I can complain all day long about my thighs or my butt or, you know, like when I'm sitting around writing content for three weeks, I'm like, wow, you really can sit on something too long and start to watch it spread. Right. And I can joke about that now. But there were years when I couldn't. There were years when I would walk in front of a mirror and I wouldn't even look at it because I just didn't feel good about myself. Right. And and that was the roadblock that I was bringing to the marriage because Tony's like, hey, babe, like, I just want to be with you. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not enough. Right? And that's where we, we talk about this roadblock. Absolutely. You know, because if I'm putting that wall up, then it doesn't matter what he says. Right. Because there was this disconnect. And what I need you to each understand is that beauty isn't just in the eye of the beholder. It's not just in Tony's looking at me. Oh, my wife is beautiful. Right. I, it actually shows up in the mind of the woman. And yes, this does impact, this whole concept does impact men. We're talking about the wives today. So know that it can go both ways. Well, it impacts the marriage. Well, right. But I'm just saying, you know, handsome, Mm -hmm. beautiful. So, oh yeah, yeah. You know, and if you only have it, if it's not a mindset thing, then it becomes a, a point of disconnect in the marriage. And that leads to rejection and frustration. Right. Because, and Tony, you and I were talking about this actually before we got on the air. When I was putting those roadblocks up, what was that for you? How did that, how did that impact you? 
Well, every time I would would say something like that, and you would you would bring that up, it, brush it off. You, usually, it was it was a brush off. You know, for for us, it was just sort of like, oh yeah, yeah, and there was no ever like, I received that Tony or a, a thank you or a I really I really appreciate you saying that. You know, so every time it was just the brush off, it was another form of a rejection, mm. right? It was another way that Elisa would just go, you know what? Yeah, whatever. And yet she's not fully engaging me, mm-hmm. which was, again, it's it's the Heisman. You know, it's like, for those of you who know the, the Heisman trophy, you know, the guy's putting his hand out. Football season's right around the corner. Football guys. season's College here. football season's yeah. coming. And so, you know, it was rejection. Again and again, and this this wasn't happening in the bedroom, which we've talked about before. This was happening in our kitchen. This was happening, you know, in the car. This was happening, you know, when we were out for dinner or you know, walking somewhere. So this form of rejection wasn't happening in the bedroom. This was happening every day in different areas of our lives. And as Tony and I were talking about this show prior to even recording it, one of the things I realized when he said rejection, I asked him, I said, well, let me ask you a question. Did this ever, did this ever plant seeds of doubt Mm -hmm. in your mind? Did I, did me ever saying, you know, I'm not enough. I'm not pretty enough. You know, look at my jiggly thighs, look at, you know, this extra weight from having babies, you know, your babies, um, you know, did any of this ever plant, did it ever make you go Outward, because we've been very open on the show. And for those of you that are brand new listeners, you know, there's shows where we've talked about our struggles with pornography in our marriage. There's shows where we've talked about all of the, you know, emotional connections that we had with other people and things like that. So we've we've had this in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, all of a sudden I have this aha moment. I'm like, did I ever, on my part, unknowingly through the rejection, did I ever plant those seeds of doubt that would have caused you to go look somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that... And that's one that I still think about, and I'm going, okay, if so, it was a subconscious, at a subconscious level. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't at a conscious level where you were rejecting me, and then I was like, oh, well, Lisa doesn't think her, she's beautiful, so I'm going to go look at pornography. And yet, I do think at a subconscious level, over time, if somebody, like yourself, who I, I, I find beautiful, and yet are unable to receive that, accept that rejecting it, there was a point where I myself began to believe that, mm-hmm. right? I, I myself began to believe that. And as much as I should have stayed, you know, focused in on us, it was easier to just go look somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? It's easier to run away from that. And that's not something I would do today, folks. I, I wouldn't. I would... I've grown enough, and I hope with what we're sharing here today will help you guys to realize that the mess is where the fight is won. The mess is where the challenges are overcome. The the mess is where we grow together. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I didn't realize that way back when. You know, I was young. I, I didn't have good counsel. I didn't have mentors. I didn't have... I didn't have people in my life to speak truth into me. And so I'm not saying go down that road. I'm saying get in the mess. Let's start talking about it. Let's start dealing with it. Let's start figuring out what we're going to do. Right. Right. So we can overcome 
and have this extraordinary marriage that we do desire. And yeah, so that was uh, when we were discussing the show topic, one of the things I'm like, Tony, I need your perspective. Because from my perspective, it, you know, it was very different. You, you know, there's all of the social media, there's all of, you know, magazine coverage and everything else. You know, this is what a beautiful woman looks like. And, and I struggled with that. Right. And I would venture a guess that virtually every woman listening to the show has at one point or time in her life, whether it's weight, hair color, body shape, breast size, uh, you know, eye color, whatever it is, has struggled with some aspect of her body that she's like, oh, just not enough. And and, you know, it's it was one of those things, too, when we were not at a good place in our marriage that Tony would tell me I was beautiful and I'd be like, oh, he's just trying to get me into bed. Right. Because we hadn't been so intentional about our marriage. And so mm. I just assumed that this was and that was an assumption. Like we all heard me say, assume. I assume that the only reason he would tell me I was beautiful was because he wanted something from me. And that has happened, though. Oh, yeah. That, that definitely has happened in our marriage at times. Yeah, that was. But that was more the early years mm-hmm. than now. Right. And and, you know, so I was at this point in time when things were really bad where I'm like, stop telling me I'm beautiful. Like you just want you're not telling me this to build me up. You're telling me this because you want something. And it wasn't until we went through the 60 days of sex challenge, which for those of you that haven't heard that story, it's episode one. Like we should go, go onto the one extraordinary marriage website, pull up episode one. You'll be able to hear it. Um, But in doing that, where we started to get really intentional about our marriage. Now that was, you know, nine years ago. Yeah. Hmm? Nine. Oh my gosh. We're coming up on the start of like the nine year beginning anniversary. Yes. And do, through that, Tony and I got really intentional about our marriage. Now, one of the things that happened was because we were working so hard on our, our marriage, specifically the sexual intimacy, but it tumbled over into every other intimacy. And most importantly, the emotional intimacy. All of a sudden, because at, at that point in time, Tony knew I was a sure thing, right? Like we're doing the 60 days. I'm not going to say no. He was telling me I was beautiful and I knew there wasn't an ulterior motive, right? Mm-hmm. More importantly, and, and as this this show like actually preparing this was such a trip down memory lane because I had to go back and, and figure out when did we change the intro to the one extraordinary marriage show? Because when we first started it, it didn't have the same intro that you all hear now. Right. So I'm going back through and I'm like, you know, like literally pulling up all of these different episodes and episode 191 was the show where we switched the intro to what it is now before I would do the intro or it would have a different one. And, and so this is the show which was 147 episodes ago. Guys, this, what you're listening to is episode 338. So for all of my, my fabulous math friends out there, that was two years and 45 weeks ago that we changed the intro. So for the last almost three years, I have heard Tony tell me, and by default, all of you on every podcast, every webinar, Everything that we have produced for One Extraordinary Marriage, he has told he has introduced me as my beautiful wife. He does it now when we're out in public, right? Like he introduced, he'll, like I'll come up and he's like, oh, this is my beautiful, and not always, but often, my beautiful wife, Elisa. So I've heard this when there's been no reason for him to say it. When there hasn't been like, I'm just trying to get you into bed. Can I say something though too about the intro? And this is one of those God moments that you don't ever see. You don't see in the moment, Right. And yet it's years later, like we're talking about now that it comes to fruition, that you go, oh my gosh, when we wrote the intro to this, to the, to the show, what, what did you say? 147 episodes ago. Yeah. So prior to that, you know, it was probably a few weeks or a month or so before we actually started sh- sharing it here. That line actually reads, 
to this day, I still have it because it reminds me that it was a God moment. It was God inspired because that line actually reads, I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host along with my wife, Elisa. There, there was never an intent. There was never, we, we put that in. It wasn't that we put that in there like that. The first time I said it, it was because I saw it and I remember just looking at her going, that's my beautiful wife, Elisa. And so it's amazing what can happen when you are touched and you act upon it. See, too many of us, though, hear what, we're been, what we've been given. We hear it, and unfortunately, we don't act upon it. Because hmm. what did we say earlier on? I'm going to be rejected. Right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to fall on deaf ears again. She's not going to, she's going to say, oh, that's not me. He might go, ah, I don't, I don't agree with you. I'm, I'm, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not my high school self anymore. And yet it's been two years and 45 weeks of saying that to Elisa that now it sinks in, Mm -hmm. right? Now that word and those words have impact. They have power. Just like in episode six, when I talk about the first time I told my dad, I love you. That was something that had to be said over and over and over again until it was reciprocated. So you have to, and I'm, and I'm speaking to my guys out there, my husbands right now. I want you to take some time and we're going to, we'll probably hit this more on what you can do this week, but I really want you to be thinking about that. What is that word that you're going to share with your spouse that you are going to be like, this is you. Mm-hmm. This is how I see you. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? And when I say beautiful, my beautiful isn't the X word exterior that Elisa probably heard when, when in thought of when she first heard me say it. That beauty comes from the inside, right? Because the beauty that she exudes towards me not every minute of the day, not 24-7, but that beauty that she exudes that I am just so proud to call her my beautiful wife is the perfect word for her. Mm. So you got to pick that perfect word. And that does, and it may be that word that you may be searching and searching. Maybe you just need some quiet time. Maybe you need to let that word drop upon you instead of you trying to seek it out and try to find it. Just, Just saying. Right, because I had a choice when Tony first started calling me my beautiful wife, right? I had a choice to say, am I going to receive this or am I just going to keep pushing him away? And it wasn't even like a really conscious like, oh, today I'm going to start pretending I'm beautiful and then I'll just become beautiful. It was, no, slowly when I saw that his actions towards me were matching up with the words that he was speaking over me, I, I started to walk into that place, right? Because his And guys, this is where you have so much power in your marriage to change the dynamic. His words continuously with no expectation for anything in return Mm. changed the way that I started to see myself, right? It changed the way that we relate to one another. It changed our emotional intimacy and it changed our physical intimacy. And, And a lot of people are like, well, how did it do that? Well, because Tony sees me as beautiful, but through his words, I believe that I am beautiful. And that's the difference, 
right? It's not just, it's what I said a few minutes ago. Beauty is not just in the, in the eye of the beholder. It's in the mind of the receiver. I had to receive that. And, and that's, that's why this phrase or whatever phrase that you pick for the two of you matters so much because it's not just what's being spoken. It's what's being received. Right. Right. And so this week, you know, I mean, and even now to this day, yeah. Right. There are still times, like I said, there are still times that I have to remind Elisa. She'll sit in front of that mirror and oh, this outfit and that outfit. And, and you it's know, like, we all have those days when clothes just don't work. Right. And, and I just tell her, I'm like, you're beautiful. Boom. You're beautiful. Put on whatever you want. I don't care what anybody else thinks. It's says. actually like, just take it all off just and let's have sex. Boom. Right? I mean, well, like, in, in that too, just <laughs> take it off. Forget it at this point in time. Just take it off and we'll have fun and just go throw on a pair of shorts and, we'll, and let's move on. So guys, husbands, this week, you need to continue to speak those words of encouragement over your wife. You know, cont- Remember the part where Tony said just a little while ago, he goes, you know, there was a time when I would have gone back into the mess right? But not anymore. Why? Because he sees the journey, mm-hmm. right? It's not just a one and done. It's not just like, I'm going to tell her she's beautiful, or I'm going to tell her she's amazing, or I'm going to tell her that she is an encourager, or whatever it is, just one time and be done with it, right? It has to become a regular part of what you do, even when, even when it doesn't look like she's receiving those words. Because I will tell you that if you are able to speak positively to your wife continuously, you will change the dynamic because it's not just about doing it for her, right? Because she's going to get benefit here in your words. You're also doing it for yourself, right? You're doing it to remind yourself. You're doing it to identify. You're doing it to, to confess to her, to speak out loud to her how you see her. And every one of us needs someone in our lives, preferably our spouse, most definitely our spouse, speaking life and love to us and over us. And ladies, you have a choice to make, right? You have a choice. Do you want to continue to reject your husbands? And do you want to, do you want to build up walls between the two of you? Because that's what you're doing right now. Every time you say, mm, I'm not going to receive that or no, or I'm not enough or you must be blind or whatever other phrase you use. Been there, done that. Right. Just, just think of it as saying no in the bedroom because that's basically what you're doing. You're saying no in everywhere else or do you want to do you want to step into what your husband sees right do you want to embrace how he sees you do you want to grow and bloom under his love or do you want to push him away i I mean it, it really comes down to that and you for those of you that are brand new you don't know but for those of you that have been listening a while you know that tony and i really aren't a big fan of rejection in marriage it hurts it hurts And what we realized in preparing this show is that we spend a lot of time talking about rejection in the bedroom. There have been many, many One Extraordinary Marriage shows where we've done that. We haven't really talked about rejection coming out of the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And we know we're going to be doing more shows on that because this, this is one of those ways that rejection happens. And we want you guys to take rejection out of your marriage. And if, ladies, if this is an area that you struggle with, I'm just going to let you know you don't have to continue to struggle. I work with a lot of wives one-on-one in a coaching relationship, helping them figure out where this came from and breaking free of it. Mm-hmm. Because I will tell you that that re- rec- broken record that's going through your head that says you're not enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, it, it's, 
It's a record of lies. And you don't have to live under those lies anymore. Right. You know, I work with women all the time. I'm breaking free of this because I will tell you that on the other side of breakthrough is an um, just out of this world, incredible relationship with yourself first and foremost. And secondly, with your husband, he's waiting for you. He's waiting for you to see yourself the way that he sees you. So what are you waiting for? Yeah, it's, um, this is a, this is a tough one. And it's one that I think many of you are going to have to just, just sit upon, think about it because it goes both ways, right? It, it does go both ways and it has such an impact on our marriage. We don't think about it though. We just don't, we go through our days and, and you guys know here at One Extraordinary Marriage, we're looking for those, those little things that nobody would ever talk about that can make such a difference in your marriage. And I truly believe that the words that we speak over our spouses have the biggest impact in our entire, in, in, in our entire world, like our marriage world and how we are able to relate to each other, how we are able to have, you know, an emotional intimacy that's out of this world, a sexual intimacy that's out of this world, right? Because if Elisa knows that I'm not saying, hey, my beautiful wife, Elisa, this is my beautiful wife, wife, Elisa, just to get her into bed, man, when we are there, she is fully engaged because she knows I'm not just using that word just for a moment, just to, just to have sex with her. I'm using that word daily to build her up so that when we do get in the bedroom, it is amazing. It's an amazing session. That way, it is lifting her up, it lifts me up, and overall, our marriage blossoms. So, go out there this week, guys. Honestly, take time. Think of that word and begin to speak it to your wife. Begin to speak it to your wife. Lift her up. It may take some time. It's going to take some time, honestly, for her to receive it. But don't give up. Because on the other side of that journey, of the other side of you saying it 50 times, 100 times, 200 times, believe me, there's going to be breakthrough. But it's something that you're going to have to be conscious of and doing no matter what may come about. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. If you'd like to reach us, 858-876-5663. Or if you'd like to just hit us up and let us know, hey, this is a word I'm going to be speaking over my wife. We'd love for you to come on back here. Leave it in the comments. Let us know. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week.